Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. We're glad you're with us. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Coming up, we got a lot of basketball to talk about. A lot of basketball coming up. Right now, though, we send it to the star of the show. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you are the best. A lot on the way in the next four and a half minutes. Let's begin it with a huge day in college basketball. Not a huge day of shooting, though, for the Indiana Hoosiers. They fall at number 10, Illinois. Final was 70-62. to 62. IU was 0-9 for 9 from 3. They missed 10 free throws. Mike Woodson after the game with John Herrick. You know, when you look at the stat sheet, you know, the free throws, uh, the fact that we didn't make any threes tonight, had a couple of good looks at it. But other than that, I thought we played a solid game. Um, you know, when you hold this team to 37 shooting, 30 from threes, 65 from the free throw line, you, th- you think you walk out of here with a win, but, you know, we were just awful at the free throw line. I mean, those are, those are points that you can't go back and get. IU's got Iowa on Tuesday. As for the Butler Bulldogs, double OT required at Hinkle against longtime Big East rival Villanova as Butler tops the Wildcats 88-81. 28 points for D.J. Davis. All 28 came out. After the first half, Eric Dixon was superb for Nova with 28 points on 11 of 18 shooting. Dogs are 14 and 7. Also overtime for the Indiana State Sycamores. The trees outlast Bradley. A Missouri Valley duel for the top spot in that conference. ISU over Bradley, 95-86. All five starters for Indiana State, Robbie Avila, Isaiah Swope, Ryan Conwell, Julian Larry, Jason Kent were in double figures scoring the basketball. Ball State by 10 over Northern Illinois, 81-71. Cardinals are 11-9. Big win for Evansville over Illinois State in the Valley. Final of 58-54. Yassine Toomey with 17 points for Evansville. The day started with Boston College defeating Notre Dame in South Bend. Final 61-58. And Valparaiso fell today to Missouri State. 81 to 70. Big one in the top five tomorrow for number two, Purdue. They head to New Jersey to take on the always stingy Rutgers Scarlet Knights. It's a tip time at one o'clock tomorrow for the Boilermakers. Other college basketball today in the NAIA and Division Three world, WVU Tech beat Indiana Southeast 90-75. It was Cornerstone over Indiana Tech 98-76. Indiana Wesleyan topped Huntington 93-91. Taylor puts up 100 on St. Francis, winning 100-74. IU Kokomo crushed Point Park 84-69. IU South Bend a 10-piece on Trinity Christian 77-67. Lewis by a penny over UND. 82-81. Franklin defeated Defiance 80-68. It was Transylvania beating Rose Holman 76-70 and Worcester over DePaul 87-86. High school basketball, two overtime games on the boys' side today. It was Southport beating Franklin 73-68. Also an extra time, Triton knocks off North Judson 40-33. Double OT required between Griffith and Bowman Academy on the girls' side. Griffith, the 43-41 victory. Pacers tomorrow take on the Grizzlies at 3.30. That's after Indiana 
survived a 62-point outburst from Devin Booker the other day as the Pacers look to beat the Grizzlies tomorrow. 31 points in that game for Pascal Siakam. His best game as a Pacer so far. He talked with Pat Boylan afterwards. You guys make, make it so much easier than it's supposed to be. Um, so much love. I appreciate it. Every single day I come out here, I just want to give everything that I got for this team. You know, hopefully we'll do something special. Pacers and the Grizzlies at Gamebridge Fieldhouse at 3.30. Your NFL Championship Sunday tomorrow, first at 3. Chiefs and the Ravens in Baltimore. Taylor Swift, everybody will be on hand. Then at 6.30 in Santa Clara, 49ers and the Lions. Can Detroit continue this Cinderella run in the NFL postseason? The Super Bowl matchup set tomorrow evening. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We talked a little bit about this game before. Heritage Hills, 70-47 to winners over South Spencer. Nate Hawkins, the head coach at Heritage Hills, joins me. Coach, you got the chance to hear a little bit of um, uh, the discussion with Steve Kolb about the win, the impressive win. I know it's a big rivalry game, and your kid's really locked in tonight, especially on the defensive end. Well, you're exactly right, Coach. And, uh, you know, I always enjoy listening to Steve's analysis. I mean, uh, you know, he, he's around our guys all the time. And uh, he's, he's uh, you know, he's kind of an inside guy and uh, and understands. Right. And uh, it was just uh, – it, it was really good analysis listening to him while I was waiting to get on with you. Uh, but, uh, I, I, you know, I just think it was a really good weekend uh, for our guys. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, modern day last night, uh, you know, and they challenge you in so many different ways to, you know, on how you have to guard because they put five guards out on the floor and that can all shoot the basketball. Uh, but, uh, you know, we got a really good win there. And then, uh, you know, and then as we talked about and you heard, uh, you know, Steve Kolb was talking about it, the rivalry between um, Heritage Hills and South Spencer is it's special. And uh, uh, for our guys, uh, we did it about a month ago, went down there. We had to play at South Spencer in the um, PSC Cl- Holiday Classic uh, to be able to win that game and then turn back around and had just a, a really dominating performance uh, from the start to finish here tonight. Um, I, you know, I felt like uh, the second quarter we kind of relaxed and uh, uh, didn't have a great quarter there. Uh, but outside of that, the other three quarters, we were really sharp and really locked in on the defensive end and created some turnovers. Uh, which led to us getting out in transition. And I, I just thought the, uh, you know, our, our uh, pace of play was just so good uh, mm-hmm. tonight. Um, you know, we got 75 last night. We got 70 here tonight and uh, uh, just uh, just did a really good job out in transition. And, uh, and you heard, uh, you know, Steve was talking about um, with Trent and, uh, you know, his ability yeah. to pass. Yeah. I mean, he leads our team in assists um, most of the time. He's playing our point for us. Um, then, then we shift him into the to the inside, and then he's getting doubled, and he's finding the open guys. and And uh, credit to our guys, they're cutting to the open areas, and they're uh, right. they're fixing plays for him. But uh, but but ultimately, he was very aggressive tonight. Uh, got twenty nine points for us, led us. But uh, the one thing that I'm most proud about with our team is just our balance. Uh, last night we had four guys in double figures. Tonight we had three guys mm-hmm. in double figures. Uh, another guy with seven, 
Um, but uh, I think we're just sharing the basketball. We're we're passing up some good shots for great shots, Coach. And uh, you know, and that's that's, that's yeah. what special teams do. And uh, so we're real real proud about where we're at right now. But uh, but we also understand we've got some areas that we got to get better here before March. Nate Hawkins is the head coach at Heritage Hills. They are number four and three eight tonight. They beat Spencer County rival South Spencer seventy to forty seven. Nate, I appreciate the call. Best of luck to you and your guys next week. Well, appreciate it, Coach, and uh, look forward to talking to you soon. I look forward to it too. Wabash College sixty eight sixty three winners over Wittenberg. A very happy Kyle Bremen joins me. Coach, congratulations on the win over one of your big rivals in Wittenberg. Thanks, Coach. It's good to talk to you. Hope you're doing okay. Great to talk to you. I'm doing great. How are you? Well, I'm doing. I'm doing pretty well right now. Uh, we had a really good week this week. We uh, we were able to win at DePaul on Wednesday night. And uh, wow, that put us in a, a tie uh, for first place with four teams at the top of our league. It, it's like uh, it's like so many different levels and, and conferences that there's there's just a lot of parity. Uh, you know, we, yeah, yeah. We then you know we're able to to beat Wittenberg today after they had beaten us in early December uh, to kind of take that. Uh, or, or to stay in first place with Worcester and Denison now. The uh, conference, again, is is difficult, as evidenced by the fact that you guys are tied with three other teams for first place. Uh, there, there are no nights off. That, that beating DePaul and Witt in the same week, that's a huge week. Yeah, it really is. Um, and, you know, we, we've had uh, – We've had a lot of success over the last couple of years, but this group, they've really played this season with kind of the target on their back. I mean, you you really followed that Final Four team that we had a couple of years ago. And, right, right. And the, these guys, they were all uh, role players on that, that team, or at least uh, the crux of, of our leadership, our sure, older guys sure. were role players. And uh, we, we struggled uh, in – December and early January, um, just kind of finding ourselves. Uh, we have a, a couple new pieces that have become important to us. And uh, right. the last four games, we haven't given up more than 60, uh, 63 points. So, hey, we coach, found yeah. on the defensive end. Good. I have to go to a scoreboard update. I need you to hang on through that, okay? No problem. Perfect. We'll come back, talk some more Wabash basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Back to those high school basketball scores. Beginning with Tecumseh crushing Cattleton 80-29. It was Taylor getting past Eastbrook tonight, 54-46. Talawanda out of Ohio defeated Franklin County tonight, 38-32. Switzerland County a 10-piece on Milan, 69-59 as Southern Wells defeated Lakeland Christian, a 20-piece, 50-30. South Knox, 47, Shoals, 36. It was Waldron hammering Seven Oaks, 83-22. Valparaiso defeated Munster, 62-55. 
as Union City took down Blue River 64-49. It was Yorktown by a pair over Carroll-Fort Wayne 50-48. Woodland over Fort Wayne Northrop by a deuce 60-58. Wicko defeated South Adams tonight. That's a final uh, 49-34. Wabash 74, Eastern Greentown 48. It was Tippecanoe Valley defensively shutting down Jimtown 36-29. Tipton beating Adams Central 60-51. Rochester crushed North White 68-36. Rock Creek Academy hammered Lanesville 72-48. It was Shackamack 65, North Central Farmersburg 57. Seeger over Western Boone 70-54. North Montgomery North Montgomery, excuse me, had no issue with Attica 60-38. New Prairie by a penny over South Central Union Mills, 49-48. Noblesville, a 30-piece on Garing Catholic, 71-41. Merrillville, 66, Lowell, 50. And Lawrenceburg beat South Ripley, 48-37. Welcome back, everyone. We return to our conversation with Kyle Brummett from Wabash. They beat Wittenberg, 68-63 today. You were talking about role players uh, as younger guys who are now uh, upperclassmen seem to be uh, putting some things together at the right time for you. Yeah, we're uh, we've won five out of six and four in a row, and uh, you know we we're doing it differently than we've done it in the past. I mean, we're we're uh, mm-hmm. leading the league in uh, points allowed. We're only giving up sixty three points a game, and uh, we're just we've got some depth. Um, you know, our, our our guys are really bought into the defensive end of the floor. At least they have the last three weeks. Uh, right, right. That, that's what that's working for us right now. All right. So, who are these kids? Tell me who plays well today. Yeah. Um, well, Sam Comer and Amani Jones are two seniors for us. Right. Uh, Sam's from right. Danville, and Amani's from Pike. Uh, both those guys have been been main guys the last few years, their captains. Amani had 14 in the second half, and uh, Sam had eight points and eight rebounds in the second half. Uh, but but we got big shots from Vinny Busilla from Hamilton Southeastern and Avery Beaver from Lafayette, uh, Lafayette Jeff. Um, we've got a couple new guys that, that are really kind of making an mm-hmm. impact. We have, a, we have a seven-footer that – you don't see it at our level very often. Uh, right. Noah Hoopman. Uh, his dad played at Evansville. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Sasha, yeah. And Noah, yeah. Noah's, this is his first year with us. He's had 16 block shots in our last three games. Uh, hmm. he, he's just, he's kind of finding his way offensively, but he's been a real game changer for us defensively, and it's, it's no doubt uh, led to to us being a defensive identity uh, group. So he, he he was really big for us today and has been the last last few games. All right, who's coming up next? Well, we go on the road for two. So next week we go to Kenyon on Wednesday night, which is a tough trip, about five right. hours on a Wednesday. And then uh, yeah, we come back and uh, – get in class on Thursday and Friday, and then we go back the same direction to Denison, who uh, right now is sitting at the top with us in Worcester. He's Kyle Brummett. He's the head coach at Wabash. The Little Giants beat Wittenberg today, 68-63. Coach, thanks for the call. Good luck next time. 
All right. Thanks, Bob. We'll talk soon. Thank you. I'll look forward to it. Bill Zick joins me, the head coach at Southport in overtime. They beat Franklin 73-68. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on an exciting win tonight. Thanks, Bob. Kind of back in your old stomping grounds, and uh, it was kind of a new night because they they honored the uh, 50-year-old state runner-up team at halftime, and and they played it in the old – they played it in the old high school gym. So, uh, so you played you know, in Vanderbilt gym tonight? Is that right? Yeah, we we played in the old high school gym, and they honored the uh, 50-year uh, oh. team in 1974 from the state championship right. game. Uh, I didn't get to see them at halftime. I was kind of busy, but uh, it was a great uh, great turnout for the crowd, especially for the for those guys. And uh, and again, that, that's kind of a neat gym. You know that. So it was, it was a well, it's a neat gym. No, no question. You know. Those guys, I was in college when those guys did that. And so, um, you know, Franklin not being a big place. So I, I know those guys, you know, over the course of the time. I've, uh, I know them, spent time with them. Uh, you know, my daughter graduated from there. So I know that building. But I also know they're playing well. So this is a, a very important win for you guys. Yes, uh, we we caught them at the right time. They had one of their uh, premier guys was down. I guess he's uh, been down with an ankle, but uh, they still their guard play with Davis and Hunter are both very good. Matter of fact, uh, Davis had thirty five and Hunter kid had seventeen out of their sixty eight. So they're pretty hard to guard. But uh, I give a lot of credit to our kids. Uh, we unfortunately didn't play last night. Columbus North had to cancel our game or postpone it because of injuries and illnesses they have. So, right. Uh, our kids are disappointed, so they came out and, and played real well. I think the game was pretty – you know, I can't remember totally everything, but I think it, there was never a more than a five-point lead all the way through and then obviously going to overtime. So our kids really responded uh, uh, to the game, and obviously Franklin coming in and was 13-2, and two, and they beat a lot of good people too. So it's not like it's a small school situation. They're playing some good teams yeah. and beating them. They, they they really are, but but for your guys, I mean, it doesn't matter who's hurt or not hurt. It's a good win. Did you have a chance in regulation, or how'd you do it in overtime? Well, it's uh, it was crazy. It was a, a close game. They actually had the last chance. Uh, they had a they shot a little bit early. I thought we could get the rebound, and uh, they got it back and called timeout. There was only like two point three seconds on the uh, on the clock, and they had a. It wouldn't be the best of looks, but for for the Davis kid, the guard, he he can throw a lot of things in. It was in the corner jumper and just missed it, so we go to overtime. And Mm -hmm. one of the strangest overtimes we had, uh, we outscored him 11 to 5 in overtime, and and all uh, all 11 points were on at the free throw line. Um, And we, we, we had a high percentage of it, so it was good. There you go. Big win tonight for Pike. They beat Franklin Community High School 73-68 in overtime. Bill Zick, thanks for the call, and congratulations on the win. Again, appreciate all the time you spent for us, Bob. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Noblesville is number five in 4A tonight. They beat Garen Catholic 71-41. Noblesville, Scott McClellan joins me. Coach, congratulations. When I saw that score, I had to do a double take because that's an impressive win. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm You're welcome. Really proud, of, really proud of our guys today. Um, that we played, we played really well, and we just talked about – you know, being the tougher team and um, 
uh, just, yeah, really, really happy for our guys tonight. Well, you know what? It's um, county rival, sectional rival. There's there's a lot going on in this game, right? I mean, there's there's a whole lot going on in this game. Yeah, and I think I think for both teams, you know, you play on Friday night. They played the LCC, and we played Southeastern. Went to double overtime, and you know, and then you play a a two thirty game. There's not a lot of, you know time to recover so to speak and right. i just i just really loved our uh you know our, our attention to detail and just our right. toughness and just you know uh just proud of our guys and it was a great win and we had multiple contributions and you know just uh you know i know a lot of this is coach speak but just yeah happy for our guys i just thought we right. played really right. well today Hey, I don't care about coach speak. <laughs> it works. I mean, he really does. So let's brag about your kids who played well. Well, I mean, I, every kid played well, honestly, right. in their role. But, I mean, we were led by Hunter Walton had 17 points. Aaron Fine had 16 points and five assists. Baron Walker continues to just get better and better each day. And, you know, um, you know some of our guys that – you know, right. maybe don't get the box score stuff, but just played their role and thrived in it, whether it was rebounding or, you know, good defense. And, and um, you know, so it just we just, I mean, we really played well today. So I, I'm just really happy for our guys. Tonight, big win by a very good Noblesville team. They're number five in 4A. They beat Garen Catholic 71-41. Scott McClellan, great weekend for you and your kids. Thanks so much for your time, and good luck next week. Thank you, Bob, and again. Thanks. Thank you very much. Coming up, we've got a lot of basketball to talk about. Steve Draben from Bethel will join us. Um, We're going to be spending time talking about their win um, over Goshen. Also, we've got a lot more basketball to talk about um a whole lot more basketball to talk about coming up as we wrap up a a, a great great weekend so we still have a half hour stay with us we also have another scoreboard update coming up when we come back steve draben from bethel will join us and we'll talk about their win over goshen college in uh crossroads league action this afternoon this is indiana sports talk i'm brendan king with this network indiana scoreboard update here on indiana sports talk right now we're going to put a bow on the high school basketball scoreboard before at 11 45 we'll go over all the college scores and we'll tell you what's coming up on your sports sunday high school ball two overtime games in the boys slate southport over franklin and ot 73 68 and triton beating north judson in extra time 40 to 33 the overtime game in the girls side double ot griffith beating bowman academy 43-41. Have to shout out some defense played on the girls' basketball side tonight. How about Columbus Christian? They hold Pleasant View Christian to six points. Columbus Christian wins 60-6. to And then two teams only gave up seven tonight. Fountain Central 49-7 over South Vermillion. And University 56-7 over Tipton. Also a great one. Wheeler and Hobart. Wheeler by a deuce. 28 to 26 girls basketball scores there on the boys side some notable ones 
begin with New Albany's win over Jasper, 57-54. Huge game in the southern part of the state. Heard this earlier, Noblesville, a 30-piece on Garing Catholic, 71-41. It was Jake County beating Blackford tonight, 56-43. We'll check in with Evansville action. Evansville bossy over Terre Haute South, 63-59. Evansville Christian beating Bloomfield, 63-54. It was modern day all over Lagodi, 57-36. And Evansville Memorial beat Boonville 62-46. Carmel 54, Fishers 46, bluffed in the win over Madison Grant 45-38. I'm Brendan King. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everyone. We'll talk a little Bethel College basketball. Before we talk about Indiana State, we're, you know, this is great to talk about all this basketball. Bethel over Goshen today, 91-58 the final in excuse me, Crossroads League play. Steve Draben joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on an impressive win this afternoon. Have me, Bob. Can you hear me okay? Hear you perfectly. You sound good. Awesome. Got you on my computer here. It's the first time I've done it. Uh, I'm not a great technology guy. That's why I got good assistant coaches. So. <laughs> but it, it, it was a good win. Um, Goshen College, you know, they hadn't, hadn't performed as well lately. And, you know, just coming off a, a really good game against Grace, and we unfortunately got beat close. But right, um, was um, proud of our guys' effort, and we did execute the game plan well and just came up a little bit short on Wednesday. So kind of an emotional game, and, you know, as coaches, you worry about guys responding sure. to either good wins or, or tough losses. And, um, you know, really, really was uh, pleased with, with our effort and attention to detail. And, you know, we talked about habits and continuing to be disciplined on, on who we are and our identity. And felt like we did that today. You know, it is tough, tough, Steve. When you you play Grace and you play, you have such an emotional night. They're good. You're good. It's a great game. You don't win. You have a short turnaround. Your kids uh, are, are they are capable of going online and knowing where Goshen is and what they've done and haven't done. And so you have to be really, really concerned. I'm, I'm assuming you had good practices going up to it, and then came out today and just locked them up defensively. Yeah, for sure. We had a honestly a tough start to our practice yesterday, um, and you know our, our assist, one of our assistant coaches, uh, Greg Miller, uh, who's former Grace guy himself, All American there, first team All Conference right. player, and, and he kind of got on our guys a little bit and challenged them, and um, you know we we challenged them to be better, and and we had a, a great finish to our practice, and um, kind of re- you know. Um, you know, it was good about how we played today and, and it made a lot of difference. And uh, we defended well, um, held them to 45% shooting um, and uh, executed our game plan well and, and forced them into some tough situations. And anytime you can hold a team under 60 points, especially with how yeah. we play, um, we're definitely pleased with it. All right, so your league is, is difficult. So where are you in the league? Yeah, we're sitting uh, – uh, outright third place right now at seven and three. Uh, Grace right. ten and zero. Uh, Indiana Wesleyan's nine and one. So two games back at Indiana Wesleyan, three games back at Grace. Yeah, but you know what? You know you got you're all going to the tournament. So 
I'm not sure I'd get nervous. I mean, just keep playing great basketball, and things will sure. take care of itself, don't you think? No, no doubt. We got a big week ahead. We're at at Huntington on Wednesday, and then we play Indiana Wesleyan at home. So we've got a lot to play for. Uh, eight games left in the conference season, and um, you know, taking one game at a time. It's a conference where yeah, yeah, you know, you can you can get on a roll and and, and make some big um, splashes in the league, and but also can, it can get you if you're if you're uh, you know, if you lose one or you can't let one become two and two become three. So we're excited for a big, big week and um, see what we can do. Today, Bethel, 91-58, winners over Goshen. Steve Draben, thanks so much for the call. Good luck next week. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks so much, Bob. Thank you. Hottest team in the country, Indiana State Sycamores, 95-86 winners in overtime over Bradley. The voice the voice of the Sycamores, Joey O'Rourke, joins me. Joey, thanks for calling. Thanks for calling back. You still excited? Still on a high from this game today? Oh, oh Coach, you don't even understand how excited I am. <laughs> I mean, the, the Holman Center was rocking like I've never heard it rock before in my life. I mean, just a great atmosphere, a great right? college basketball game tonight and what a win for Josh Schertz and this Indiana State Sycamore's basketball team. You know what? I think I have a great job, but I, right now I think you might have one that you might have you might have the best one cuz you uh, get a chance gonna, to be around these guys all I'm the time. I Oh, no, not at all. Why would you? All right, so t- how do they do this? Tell me how they win this game. It sounds to me like, you know, again, they, they space you offensively. Uh, you're going to have to score. Uh, you're going to have to outscore them, and they're hard to outscore because they'll they'll guard you. So you're playing one of the uh, most difficult teams to defend in the nation. So how do they win? So you, you look at it, Coach. Uh, Indiana State, it was 33-29 at the half. And so the game was – definitely being played at the pace that the Bradley Braves wanted it to be played at at halftime. But in the second half, I mean, right. just a completely different uh, pace of game. Now, Indiana State shot a lo- showed a lot of metal in this game. You, you look at Bradley, mm-hmm. they came out at one point, they were 13 out of 14 from the field wow. in the second half. Yikes. And so, <laughs> you know, it, it takes a lot of metal to be able to, you know, uh, find a way to right. you know, overcome that. And uh, a guy that, you know, Indianapolis folks are going to be, you know, very familiar with, uh, Ryan Conwell, played at Pike sure. and started Pike. And, you know, then was at South Florida last year, transferred to Indiana State this year for his sophomore year. He really, he really, he, he had eight points in the first half, but he had two four-point plays in this game. And I, I don't know if I've ever seen that. A, a guy have two four-point mm-hmm. plays mm-hmm. in a game. He has wow. 14 points in the second half and really kind of kept the Indiana State team afloat until all the other guys kind of got into a rhythm in the second half. Jason Kent goes for 17 points, 16 rebounds in the game. And Indiana State doesn't win this game in overtime if Jason Kent on a deflected ball doesn't make a hustle play and then get a shot up on the rim and gets fouled, and with under 25 seconds to go, Indiana State down 76-74, he makes two free throws, and then Mm. Indiana State gets a stop to send it to overtime. Now, (laughs) another thing that you look at, and I'll I'll give you a second to talk here in a second, Coach, because, again, Bradley had eight eight offensive rebounds at halftime. 
And that was really mm. a big, big sticking point mm-hmm. in that first half. Bradley didn't have an offensive rebound in the second half for overtime. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so just just huge. And, and this Indiana State, I mean, the team in front of a huge crowd finds a well, way to just get over the hump and win a huge game in front of their home crowd, in front of the sellout crowd. All right, who's up next for them? Oh, they got to go to Belmont on Wednesday, which is, you know, <laughs> right. not an easy right. game in Nashville. No, not at all. Sat- no. Then Saturday night, Indiana State back at home at the Holman Center, Drake comes to town. Oh, you're calling me next Saturday. They're, they're, that's that's already that's that's a given. You're calling me next Saturday, yeah. okay? No, hundred percent, hundred percent. And coach, appreciate everything you're doing in the Indianapolis area oh. to give us a chance to talk about Indiana State basketball. Anytime, Joey O'Rourke, best job in the country. The voice of the Indiana State Sycamores. They beat Bradley, ninety-five, eighty-six in overtime at the Holman Center. Joey, thanks. Have a great week. Hey, you too. You too, Coach. All right, coming up, we're going to have another scoreboard update, and then we're going to talk about another great college basketball game. Mark Minner, the voice of the Butler Bulldogs, will join us. Dogs in overtime, double overtime, beat Villanova at Hinkle Fieldhouse. Also coming up, Chris Norton, David Deaton, talking high school basketball. What a great night of hoops on Indiana Sports Talk. And a reminder... Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Friday, Saturday, sectionals around the state and girls basketball, you need to be there. You all need to get out and watch some great basketball. Cheer the ladies on because it's that time of year. Be ready. Just be ready for anything. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be emotional, so we want you to go there. Stay with us. We're coming back with Mark Minner from Butler. After the scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Last one of the night. Let's recap what we saw in the day of college basketball. Beginning with number 10, Illinois, topping Indiana 70-62. IU 0 of 9 from three-point land, missing 10 free throws. Mike Woodson after the game with John Herrick. And, you know, in a close game like that, you know, you just got to make them. I mean, you know, to, to me, there's no excuse. So, you know, we got to go back regroup and get ready for Iowa. As you'll hear from Mark Minner momentarily, double OT, Hankel Fieldhouse, couldn't be better. 88-81, Butler tops Villanova, 28 points for DJ Davis, all after the first half. How about Ball State, a 10-point win over Northern Illinois, 81-71. to It was Evansville, a solid victory against Illinois State, 58-54. Indiana State, 95, Bradley, 86, extra time at the Holman Center. That was a terrific one, and Missouri State got the win over Valparaiso. An 81-70 final. Boston College defeated Notre Dame 61-58. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock, New Jersey. Number two, Purdue matches up with Rutgers. The always stingy Rutgers Scarlet Knights draw 
the Boilermakers. As for the Pacers, they'll take on the Memphis Grizzlies. That's tomorrow at 3.30. Indiana off their win last night over the Sun, surviving a 62-point barrage from Devin Booker. Kevin Durant had 20. Pacers have won back-to-back games and again get the Grizz tomorrow at 3.30. NFL Championship Sunday. Enjoy it. AFC title. Chiefs-Ravens, 3 o'clock. 6.30. It's the Lions and the 49ers in the NFC title. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. All right, Indiana State, great win. Butler, equally great win. Dogs beat Villanova 88-81 in double overtime. The voice of the Bulldogs, Mark Minner, joins me. All right, Mark Minner, what a day. As I asked Joey, uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that you're still high on this win, still excited about this win by the Dogs, because that was a tremendous game today. Yeah, just an absolutely incredible atmosphere inside Hinkle Fieldhouse. And one of those really special days. You had a sellout. You have a yeah. – Butler-Villanova is always one of those matchups that you you know you're going to get something special inside Hinkle. And Butler came in. They'd won two in a row. Villanova lost three in a row, each team for different reasons, needing one today. And uh, now Butler back 500 in conference play. This was a game they got down 14 in the first eight minutes. Yeah. They were down 17-3. to three. They yeah. couldn't – yeah, hurt, and they got down nine at halftime, and then in the second half, fought their way through there. You know, down eleven with four and change left in this game. They found a way to get it to overtime, get it to double overtime, and then a fourteen-three run to close it. A seven-point win at home, absolutely electric. You can appreciate. I'm sitting here at the at, at the Palace in Franklin. Got the uh, got the remote in, in my hand. I didn't know which one. I didn't know well, which one. You listen, you know, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's yeah. it is. And I'm watching IU and I'm watching you guys. Uh, you know, and and I find myself, you know, flipping back and flipping f- back and forth, and then decide, no, this is there's no more. There's no need to flip back and forth. So I, I'm watching. I wa- literally watched the last 10 minutes of, of your ball game. I, I watched the start and I agonized for Thad and, and everybody's going, and they, you can't make a shot. And yeah. this is the wrong kind of team to start out in a hole. Even though you're at home, you don't want to be behind these guys. And yep. then uh, just you, you climb back. And what they did is just, they, just, they out-toughed Villanova. That, that's exactly, you know, you can boil it down simply. They were just tougher, made more plays because they were tough mentally than Nova was. They, they found a way to get it done, and I think one of the cool things for this team is this is now the third overtime victory they've had, those prior couple victories against Texas Tech and Cal, and then the loss against Providence have, have helped them down the stretch. They've right. found themselves in holes this season. They've found a way to battle back and uh, compete late in games, and I, I, they, they were absolutely tough. They executed when they needed to down the stretch, and they didn't get rattled. You know, they, they stuck no, with it. No, not and, at all. And then you, you had it down to five or six a few times in this game. Look, Butler, in a double overtime game, they ended up winning this by seven. They led for a total of a minute in this game. That was the way that <laughs> right. this one, this one right. rolled. And so they found right. a way to, to be resilient enough to get this done. And as, as Brennan said, as part of that scoreboard update, DJ Davis, 28 points, tied a career high after yeah. intermission. And just fantastic. So many great performances down the stretch. But this is the type of thing that you and I talked about last year, Thad trying to get that identity for, for what's a Thad Mata team, what's that Thad Mata style. This was yeah. a yeah. classic game where they you know, didn't have it early. You missed some shots, and you found a way to stick in there long enough and compete to be able to gut this one out. 
Davis and Posh. Posh is my new guy. What a what a player. What what a player. Huh? Hey, you talk about tough-minded and and physically tough. Uh, you, people can't guard him uh, and and he literally uh has his way with people today. Well, he does and and coach the thing you love is somebody Look, there are moments in that game, especially late. He was a little shaken up. He was battling a, a few different things. He found a way to get out there. He got huge rebounds. Sure he did. He was able to, yeah, get, he he was able to get big buckets, and he pastors Villanova throughout the game. He's the type of guy you want with the ball in his hands or defending the guy with the ball in his hands in late-game situations, and he, he just finds a way to compete. And then he steps up to the free-throw line, and in the most casual fashion possible with the game on the line, just nets free throw after free throw. And so so it, it's so impressive to watch him. Right. And I think his presence and his calmness late in those, late in those games really uh, helps uh, bolster everybody else. Butler over Villanova, 88-81 in double overtime. Mark Minner, I appreciate the time. Congratulations to the dogs. Have a great weekend. You too, Coach. Thank you. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Kip Westner from Hoosier Basketball Magazine joins me. Kip, thanks for the call. What's happening tonight? Uh, girls basketball, this is the uh, finale for many seniors across uh, the state. I was at Bedford North Lawrence, and you know they have uh, an outstanding senior right. in Chloe Spring. I think they've only lost uh, 13 games in four years is what I heard on the the radio when I was driving home, which is really impressive, including that state championship last year. But Chloe had 27 points and 10 rebounds today to wrap up her regular season uh, career against Borden. And uh, Madison Bailey wasn't bad either, had 18 points and nine rebounds. But uh, as you know, Borden is a very good team. They're Class 1A yeah. They're in the same sectional yeah. with Lanesville. And right. I think they had an overtime game earlier in the year. They do not have a senior on their roster, and they only have wow. one junior. In fact, there are three leading scores. They've got three girls in double figures for the season, and they're all sophomores. A girl named uh, A.J. Milan uh, led the team in scoring, and actually Borden took a lead in the third quarter. They were, they were down seven going into the fourth quarter. Borden did not make a substitution for mm. the first three quarters of the game. <clears throat> and, of course, I think they ran out of gas a little bit and lost by 15 or 16 points but it was a great atmosphere at bedford north lawrence i think yeah because of the senior night and the career that those girls have had but uh they had a had a good crowd and jeff callahan's uh, retiring as the athletic director too which is right. kind of a sad right. deal for basketball magazine but he's been awesome for for bedford and then one last little tidbit dale went to the Adams okay. central uh tipton game right it was a 60 to 51 Tipton Ooh. win at the hangar right. at Adam Central. Isaac Schultz, 27 points for Adam Central. And Noah Swan was around 20 for Tipton. Uh, obviously, I think Tipton's number one in Class 2A. And, uh, they are. Yeah. They're a team to, be reckon, team to be reckoned with from the north. And, of course, uh, Brownstown Central's been ranked all year as a 2A team from the south. So we'll see how all that plays out in February. But uh, how about next Tuesday with the girls' sectional? It's exciting times, right? Kip Westner, you're the best. I've got to run. Thanks for the call. We'll talk to you next weekend. Okay. Thank you, Bob. David Deaton joins me from WKLO. David, talk to me about uh, this win Madison has over North Harrison. 
Well, it was a back-and-forth game tonight between the two teams, and Madison did get a little bit of a lead by halftime, got it up to seven because Quincy Reynolds, their leading scorer, went on a little bit of a run himself there. So Madison got the lead. North Harrison came back, took the lead in the third quarter, got some really good three-point shots against Madison's zone, and ended up going into the fourth quarter tied. And that's when Madison kind of made their move. They started to get a little bit of a run going, started getting to the free throw line. They made 17 out of 18 free throws in the fourth quarter. They got the lead to 11 at one point, but it was a close game throughout. North Harrison, a tough loss. The young team continues to get better, Coach. We're seeing more cohesion with the Cougars. Mm -hmm. But Madison just played really well tonight, and got to give Coach Adam Stotts and his team a lot of credit for the way they played. But North Harrison, we're seeing strides, seeing them make strides, and seeing them become a team that's becoming a more cohesive unit, and they're starting to play a lot better together, which is a great sign to see. Great job, David Deaton. I wish I had more time. Have fun this week. We'll talk to you next weekend. All right. Talk to you next weekend, Coach. Thanks. Thanks so much. My thanks to Nathaniel Finch, Brendan King. Thanks to our great stations. Thanks to all of you for making us the most listened to sports talk show in our